I want you to turn in your Bibles to Luke 17. And I'm going to make a quote. And as we read this, I want you to have in your mind what is really happening from this pulpit to the pews. I want you to think real closely of what I'm getting ready to say and what the scripture is getting ready to say. And let's see if we can pull this all together and get it all done the way it's supposed to be done. Now I'm going to make a quote. I believe, and matter of fact, this scripture we're going to read is going to prove it. I believe, listen real carefully, saints, that Jesus' greatest concern at the time he was on planet Earth, I believe his greatest concern was to teach and have his followers ready to conquer life. And I believe that's what he wants you to do now. Is to what he wants the pastor of in all churches is to prepare the followers for life, for witness, to show him in you. Now I want you to pay close attention to these scriptures that we are going to read so that you can see what Jesus, listen, listen, what Jesus' greatest concern was to teach his followers. Now I know some Bible scholars or some of you may say, well, Pastor Swinney, his greatest concern were to get people saved. No, his greatest concern was to people that he already got saved would grow in grace. Because if you don't grow, what getting saved, you're going to stay like a stunted flower or a tree. You got to grow. And he was his concern. And I thought that was awesome. What to prepare his followers. The 20th verse says this. Luke 17, 20. And when Jesus was demanded of the Pharisees. When the kingdom of God should come. When the kingdom... What does the Lord's Prayer say? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now you all say the next few words. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. And he wanted to be where? In heaven and on earth. He wanted he want to listen. Thy kingdom come and let it be the kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven. Is that awesome? Mm -hmm. See, we, we, we normally just quote that prayer, but we don't get involved with that prayer. Um, I've heard some preachers actually say that prayer shouldn't be prayed anymore. Saints, everything in the Bible needs to be repeated daily if you can do it. My Bible tells me in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by what? The inspiration of whom? Holy Spirit, which is God, of course. But let's, let's try to stay with the scriptures, amen? That is given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and it's profitable. 
Good gosh almighty. It, that, if every word of God is profitable to grow you up. And this is what we are going to talk about today. Is God's greatest concern was to teach his followers what was going on on planet earth. Do you follow me? Prepare you. The word, the key word is prepare. Prepare. Or when the kingdom would come, he answered them and said, watch this, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Okay, he was trying to show them long before he was going to the cross. He wanted them to know, now when the kingdom come, it's not something you're going to observe. It's going to be something that you're going to have to receive inward. That is what's happening, I believe. Well, I don't want to say that, but I believe that's one of the biggest disturbances in the churches is that we receive the word here, but not here. And when it don't get here, Satan can run you almost crazy. The word got to be in you. Not just where you can quote, for God so loved the world, he died. That thing got to be in your heart so beautiful and so strong until when Satan do act on you, you're going to say, but God came for me. What are you doing? You're quoting what's what? What's in you, not up here. Not just right here, but what's in you. That's when Satan have to back off. That's when Satan has no more power. Is when you are quoting God's word from your heart. What was my quote this morning? Jesus' greatest concern was to what his followers? To prepare his followers. Saints, if the preachers in the pulpit don't try to get down to the nitty gritty of life. The followers, saints, I don't say this to be. Uh, manual, but we're still sheep. Isn't that what the Bible call you? And, and, and sheep need a what? A shepherd. And you got to say things to keep people's heart right. Because old Satan is attacking your heart every minute he get a chance. He hate God. Thy kingdom is not coming with observation Neither shall they say, watch this, low here or low there. Okay, what did sun, moon, moon say? He was God. What the, well, I don't want to go through all the names, but you know how many people have said they was God? God said, don't, don't listen to that. He, listen, God said, Jesus said, when I come, everybody going to know it. It won't be something hidden in a corner. The whole world. Is going to know it's me. What is he doing, saints? What is Jesus doing right there? Preparing them to not to follow fools. He's preparing them. So all kind of people are going to come in my name. He said, but don't run after them. He said, because when I come, everybody in the world is going to know it. So he's preparing them for what's happening when? Right now. 
right now. Saying, do you know how many people are leaving the church every Sunday, every week? Because they're finding other things to worship that seem like it has more validity, validity than the word of God. And nothing has that over the word of God. And for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Somebody say amen this morning. That's what the kingdom is, saints. And he knows the father. Woo, that was time to leap. He knows the father. Say that, that again. He knows the father. No, no. <laughs> I, mean, I mean the scripture. <laughs> That's my fault, brother, not yours. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there. Uh -huh. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Somebody say amen before I leap off this pulpit. It's within you. Don't look around for nothing else. Remember the prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. That mean it has to come. Did it come? Okay, did it come because Jesus was on earth? No, it came when Jesus said what? It is finished, brother. When Jesus said it was finished, then the kingdom came. That's when you can have Jesus where? Good gosh, somebody, I got to leap this morning. See, when you could put, you could, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, David, all of those great prophets couldn't have Jesus, the Spirit of God, in them operating. They had to operate from a distance from what they could see, what they could feel, what God's word has said. But they had to operate without the inward dwelling. You have what? The inward dwelling. Man, you, if you get your act together, if Satan come in your house disturbing your husband, your wife, your children, if you get your act together, you can shut that sucker down. Why? Because you so strong. What, what, what does Sister Crutcher used to say? <laughs> Somebody ought to give God a praise here. We got Jesus, and that's enough. But he got to be where? Not just right here. Because we got great swelling words. Well, some of us know, even know how to put on the dog. But when it's in here, you don't try to persuade nobody. Because what is, is. Can't nobody change it. Can't nobody take it away. And then more. Verse 22. And he said unto the disciples. Okay, hold on. Why are we reading this? To let you know what Jesus' greatest concern was. And that was to what? To prepare his followers. That's what the church should be doing. Preparing you all for this life that's getting ready to happen. Not for you to get $10. It's all right to have money. I pray that every one of you all become very wealthy. I guess. Because a lot of times money changed people's God. Didn't nobody get that? A lot of times when you got a lot of money, you got a different God than you had when you were broke. Watch out for that one, brother. Now, is it wrong, is it wrong to have money? 
No, you should have money. God's got the system set up like that. So meaning you all have the chance, the opportunity to have money. So I'm not preaching against money because, dude, all these lights go cut off. How many people know Pepco is not going to let us have electricity by saying, in the name of Jesus, give us electricity? No. <laughs> we got to have some of that green stuff coated with chlorophyll. And, and he said unto the disciples, the days will come. Uh-oh. When ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. What is he doing, saints? Preparing them. I'm going to be killed. He's going to tell you all of this. And you're not going to have me standing here with you physically. He said, but a greater thing. Y'all don't want me to tell y'all that, do you? Say, yes, we do. All right, the Lord knows. You know what, next Sunday, I'm going to have a, a big bag of hamburgers. And, and if you don't say amen, you can't have one of them. <laughs> and. Verse 23. And they shall say to you. And the people shall. Okay, hold it, hold it. Read that first line again you just read. And they shall say to you. Uh -uh, the one before that. And he said unto the disciples. Okay. The days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, mm -hmm. and you shall not see it. Is that big, saints? Now, right there, did they know what Jesus was talking about? None of them didn't know anything about what he was talking about. Because after a while, we're going to show you when the disciples asked Jesus, themselves asked Jesus, show us the Father. Show us, Jesus said, what? Boy, when you, we go to John 14, you're going to see where Jesus actually shouted at Philip. Shouted at him. Philip, have I been so long with you? And you still don't know who I am? Saints, that's how he had to teach certain people. How many people know that some people received the word of then graft, word of God, easy and with anon truly receive it with joy but some receive it just because it sound good that's bad how many people know everything you eat that's good ain't good for you how many people know them good old pickled pig feet chitlins with vinegar and hot sauce that stuff ain't no good for you but boy it's what show sure good to you Let's move on past that one. <laughs> and? 23. And they shall say to you. And they after you look for me and you won't find me, they shall say to you. See here or uh -huh. see there. Oh, yes. Go not after them, oh, God. nor follow them. This is what has happened, Outreach Christian Center. We've gone after other gods. Now, here's the trouble. Here is the trouble. The trouble is, most of them believe that is the real God. How many people know that you, thousands and thousands of dwellers that used to serve God, the real God, when people got to telling them that they can just throw money anywhere and they're going to become rich, they tried another God. 
And what happened to the church that was telling the truth? It began to die, to die and die. Since so, you all know over 3,800 churches close every week. I didn't say every year. Every week. Because people are leaving the truth. And they are following after something that has no God in it whatsoever. But it sounds good. You better know your God. That's what we're going to talk about. I don't know if I get to it on, at this service, but the one at 11 o'clock. Well, either whatever God tell me or show me or how to put it together about the relationship that we have to have with God. Personal relationship. A personal relationship. You know, let me give you just a little touch of where I'm going. Do you all remember when David attacked, or well, a bear and a lion tried to steal a sheep, and he grabbed that bear and the lion and, and slew them? Amen? If I get, yes, he did. He did it. He did it. But he also showed you who did it for him. You know, I, I don't think I want to get over there yet. I'll be racing past my message too far. So reverse. And let, we'll get to that when we get to the right time to get to that. Because that is some kind of big. Can I give you just a little bit of it? I'm going to move away from David and the lion and the bear. Let's go over to Joshua and Caleb. He sent 12 spies into Egypt. I think it was Egypt. Yeah. And wanted to spy out the land. Canaan, yes, yes. And when he came back, 10 of them, God said, brought back an evil report. Now, didn't all 12 of those guys know God? But only two had a what? A good Lord, I'm leaping, so help me. That's what you got to have. They all saw the same thing. You hear me, didn't glow? They all saw the same thing. Why couldn't their mouth say the same thing? Because two had a relationship and ten had a thing of knowing God's name. But two knew more than the name. No, that's where we're going. That's where we're, that's where we're going to take you. And I just want you to see what a personal relationship. Well, Y'all ain't heard the big one yet. It's some good stuff that you don't just come to church to sit. You come to church to hear the truth that you might have a personal relationship with your father.